This is InfiPod. Hello and welcome to another episode of InfiPod. Well, on today's episode, we've got a captivating story to share with you. Something that hits close to home for all of us. Well, it's about the water, nature, and resources that we simply can't live without. You know, you see, our planet is mostly covered in water, but only a tiny three percent of it is safe for drinking, and even that is under threat due to pollution and waste dumped into our lakes and rivers. Well, we all know that this is a massive problem, right? But let's be honest; it can sometimes feel like an insurmountable challenge. But you know what? We've got someone special with us today who's not just aware of this grave danger, but also has taken it upon himself to do something about it. Our very own champion of change, Mr. Mohit Rilan, who's our project manager, DNA CRL. He is an advisor, knowledge partner, NMCG, Ministry of Jal Shakti, also the co-founder of a couple of NGOs, and also heads strategy planning and execution. In fact, he has made it his life's mission to safeguard our planet's natural resources and restore the delicate balance of our ecosystem. You know, his journey, like any great adventure, started small and gradually transformed into a full-blown movement to rescue water bodies, conserve our environment, and promote green urban spaces. Well, let's dive into Mohit's awe-inspiring story today. Welcome to Infipod, Mohit. How are you doing? Thanks, Yud. I'm doing good. Thank you, Mohit. Thanks a lot for making some time to be part of this podcast. Well, you know, we all want to make a difference, you know, with something or the other. But when it comes to nature, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start with most things. If you could share a moment from your life that you know ignited your passion for conservation and sustainability. Yeah, sure. You see, when we talk about sustainability, it is all about the environment and the ecosystem around us, right? So, ecosystem. If we interpret like what is a system about the ecology around us, anything which surrounds us, what we call as home, right? The word eco itself has evolved from the Greek word home. So, we need to respect our ecosystem the way we respect our house. Unless we do that, there won't be any sustenance. We can have facilities provision from the government, but unless we respect it. we follow it we won't have a sustainable environment and that's where the climate change has happened despite the commitments coming up from all around the world we don't have any changes that is happening around the climate change all the urban cities township we see right we all face health issues and there are consequences of this pollution and climate change we all have faced we plan our vacations we go to uh, visit certain places which have a good natural environment which are scenic wherein we can get fresh air we can rejuvenate our mind body and all right but what is happening in past few years i would say is those places are now getting too crowded and there are environmental impacts over there we are exploiting the resources of such pristine places and this has caused a lot of new senses even on the roads if you say right there have been a lot of traffic jams when we go to such places so in our own process or the system we thought will help us revive our body or we'll visit such places to have a better i would say better impact on our health and revive our body and soul we have instead exploited such places as well so what we need to do is we need to bring nature close to us rather than going to the nature and spending that time effort and travel for us so that's what has been something that pushed me to work on certain things in and around us so that we don't have to go and buy a lakeside uh, hotel for a couple of nights and then stay over there mm-hmm. why not revive a water body near us why to go to hill stations for fresh air and mountains right why not create some urban forest or kitchen gardens around us so that's been something which has motivated me and that actually came from when i visited abroad where i realized is the people the residents the citizens of that particular country 
right? Who have such a respect and are sensitive to what is provision by the government to them. Which is something which I found lacking in our nation. Government has also given same. The municipalities have those tipper vans, dustbins. Everything has been provisioned by the government to us as well, like in other countries. But it is the people. It is the citizens. So that's what has. It's kind of a kick, you can say. Mm-hmm. Right. So I got that kick from when I visited abroad that we need to bring the change on our own. Nobody from outside is gonna come and save us. Right. Right. So Mohit, when you said revive lakes, right? For me, as a common man, it just sounds like a big task. Cleaning up lakes, ponds is is something like a huge task for me. Are there any specific experiences that you could share, or a particular method that made an impact? Where can one start? Tell us also in your experience something that showed you that change was possible, Mohit. See everything that we started, even in building a house, mm-hmm. it's it's take years to build a house, right? right. Only takes couple of days or a week to demolish it. It's same thing with the nature. Anything, whether it is creating a forest or creating or reviving a lake, it's a step by step process. You have to start from somewhere, right? Unless we just keep thinking, we don't start. Nothing will happen. So start doing things gradually. Things will have happen step by step so that's where you have to start very basic things that you can do when you're working on reviving a water body or any environmental thing right first is to understand what you want to do where you want to do is it feasible for you to reach out there so you understand the demographic of that particular location then you reach out to the right government agency to see what are the approvals necessary so that you can work on it because you cannot just go into something and you can just start without necessary permissions right that is needed once that is done then you need to come up with a plan like being a project manager i know everything requires a plan so you prepare a plan of what all is needed that comes from experience from knowledge that you acquire by consulting different people you can go to youtube to understand how to revive a water body so you go and make a plan around those things like if it's a dry water body you have to take out all the dry garbage out of it and then work on the buns if it's a water body which is basically wet or it has weeds you have to work on the removal of weeds so every water body have different challenges mm-hmm. and different way of rejuvenation but mm-hmm. overall you have to identify the place see the catchment area identify the authority who can provide you the necessary permissions either work with them with their resources to help them out in revival or through the csr or through the citizens collective responsibility we can do it by getting some funding raised then getting some machinery and then you can work on basis what is the problem basic outlying problem with that water body removing weeds drying up removal of waste creating a proper catchment area strengthening the bunds putting up natural grasses around it so that people respect it then ensuring no sewage water is entering directly create those chambers so that direct sewage water is not entering and it is treated before it enters the water body maintaining it by mm-hmm. creating the public awareness which is most because the right. moment it is revived right mm-hmm. unless you maintain it every effort every penny that has been spent goes in vain if it is not maintained All right. When you said about reaching out or speaking to people or funding or get support, is that you would need to have like a team, right? That you would definitely need help of. So tell us about your support system. How did you manage to, you know, meet up with like-minded people? How did you guys come together? Was there any support? It's not easy to balance off work and life. So how did you do all of this, uh, Mohit? Yes, change starts from one, right? One person starts it, and everybody then follows. The moment you get that visibility and the understanding, so that's what happened when I started doing it. Mm-hmm. then when i went into the ground i saw what needs to be done i found there are so many entities so many individuals even the government has an intent to do that but the problem is there is no bridge between the government and the public expectations government wherever they do something public is not supportive or wherever public is not having any support they always keep blaming the government so i thought of first fulfilling 
basically this bridge that was there that had to be built upon so that platform i created mm-hmm. i reached out to individuals to the government entities and ensure we small with certain small initiatives and then that's where it triggered okay. the moment couple of small initiatives were successful everybody had that belief that yes now the bigger things can be done till that date for years they always believed government cannot do anything or they will they won't do it and similarly government was all for of opinion if we do something public does not supports so bridging that gap was the key right. to success and i got support from individuals by repetitively talking to them mm-hmm. initially nobody will have or nobody will believe you unless right. you do it so you have to do it not, uh, not let it be done mm-hmm. so you have to do it you have to show it yep. and then it happens all right what's your vision for making like a positive impact on our environment our society as an individual if you have to tell our listeners you know as individuals tell us how we could play a part in creating change when you start bringing a change when you make certain changes you interact with many entities maybe individuals ngos corporates or government start working in them understand their perspective as well that's very first thing we all need to do mm-hmm. and then there is a myth that we all have that either the government will do or something will happen through a csr that's right. a myth we need to come out of that myth first csr which is known as corporate social responsibility that particular definition of the statement need to change is what i follow and believe in needs to change from corporate social responsibility to citizen social responsibility so that is the csr that our nation or the world needs in today's uh, climatic change that is happening to revive and to sustain and to have a better ecosystem otherwise nothing will be left so that is the core value i believe in and i request everybody to follow citizen social responsibility for everything whether it is natural or not so your ecosystem your environment around us can only change when you contribute when you respect that's what i would like to pass on a message and everybody has to come together and contribute thank you mohit that's an incredible journey of change and hope that uh, that we heard and we we know about that was our very own eco warrior sharing his journey in a very relatable way of course i'm sure there's going to be a lot more listeners out there who've heard you today who want to be part of this change and who also want to contribute thank you for talking to us on today's episode it was wonderful listening to you thank you mohit thank you this is infipod mm-hmm.